we are focusing in this service on labor for a blessing. Labor for a blessing. Somebody shout with me, I will labor for a blessing. But first of all, let's remind ourselves about the two principles that govern life and destiny actualization. We may not have the time really to go into much detail about what I'm raising with us. Life and destiny actualization will be governed by two major pillars. Life stands on these two pillars. Life exists on these two pillars. And these two pillars are the principles and the prophetic. The principles and the prophetic. Others will talk about the spirit and the structure. The spirit and the structure. Others may also choose to look at these pillars in terms of the spiritual and the physical. It's all one and the same. Whether you want to talk about the principles and the prophetic, the spirit and the structure, the spiritual and the physical, you are talking about the same concept. The same concept. And you can never have life the way it is supposed to be without one of these. The two must work together. The principles and the prophetic must work together. The spirit and the structure must work together. Now, in the story of the raising of Lazarus from the dead, we know all, we all know the story, John chapter 11, verses 25 to 44, when Jesus went to Bethany, that was after Lazarus had been down the grave for four days, Jesus arrives there. And he goes to the sepulcher of Lazarus in order to raise him. Though he didn't tell anyone that I'm raising him. At least when he arrived in Bethany, of course, he had told his disciples that this sickness is not unto death. My friend Lazarus is dead. I'll wake him up. But when he arrived in Bethany to talk to Mary and Martha, you know, he did hint to say, your brother will rise, will leave again. But he didn't indicate that it was going to be that day. Now, hear me. 
when he arrived at the sepulchre of Lazarus, he did something that shows that in life we need both spirit and structure. Because here is a man who is about to raise a dead person back to life, but he tells the people, you remember they had put a stone at the door or the mouth of the sepulchre, a big stone, a huge stone. I think that was a practice that time. Even when they laid Jesus to rest, they also put a stone at the mouth of the sepulchre. Now here it is. He taught the people, remove the stone physically. I want to raise a dead man inside, but you use your effort, apply your effort to remove the stone. I believe Jesus would have chosen to remove the stone by miracle. He would have taught the stone to move. Stone, move. The stone would have moved. After all, the Bible says in Acts chapter 12, when the angel took Peter out of the prison, when they arrived at the iron gate of the city, the gate opened on its own. So by the arrival of Jesus at the sepulchre of Lazarus, the stone would have moved on its own. But Jesus is teaching us a lesson there. He's giving us a life principle that is not everything that will be done by miracle. There is so much that can be achieved by the application of principles. Is it making sense here? Remove the stone. Remove the stone. And when they removed the stone, Jesus commanded dead Lazarus to come back to life. He said, Lazarus come forth, and he who was dead came out. We see there, spirit and structure working together to achieve what needs to be achieved. Is it making sense here? We go to Exodus chapter 14. Verses 10 going down to 22, we see there that the children of Israel arrived at the Red Sea. And as far as principles are concerned, they found out that there was no principle that would have helped them to cross the Red Sea. Because according to the physical and according to the principles of crossing seas and water bodies of that nature, you were supposed to have at least a bridge to cross the Red Sea. Or indeed a ship or some vessel that should take you from one side of the sea to the other. But that was not available. And so in some way, they are justified to cry against Moses. Because in as far as principles and logic is concerned, science is concerned, there is no way we can cross this sea. And yet you are telling us that we are on our way to the land of promise. How do we get there if we don't have what we know should help us cross the sea? But if you obey these two pillars, you give equal attention to these two pillars of principles and the prophetic, 
then you're not going to be shaken when you see that principles cannot give you what you want then you engage the prophetic you engage the prophetic and so the prophetic said god speaking to moses he said tell the people to go forward because you are going to stretch forth your hand toward the sea you are going to stretch forth your hand toward the sea and when you do i the lord will send an easterly wind that is going to blow vehemently against the sea and the sea is going to be parted and the people are going to cross on dry ground and that happened in verse number 21 when moses Stretch forth his hand towards the sea. The Bible says a wind blew against the sea all that night and parted the sea and the people crossed it on dry ground. Somebody shout hallelujah. The principles could not take them to the other side, but the prophetic deed. The prophetic deed. Spirit and structure. The principles and the prophetic. The spiritual working together with the physical. And I must say this. That the prophetic succeeds all times. The principles have limitations. But the prophetic succeeds always. Somebody shout hallelujah. Because there was no principle of science. That could have calmed the storm over the Sea of Galilee in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. When Jesus told his disciples, he said, let us cross over to the other side. And that is what life is about. Life is about always crossing to the better side. That is what we call progress. That is what we call success and advancement. Changing levels at all times. Changing levels at all times. But in the course of that, you are going to encounter storms. You are going to encounter storms. And therefore, if you are only bent or inclined towards principles and you ignore the prophetic, you will end in suspense. Your journey will be interrupted and aborted in the process. Because in verse number 37, the Bible says that a great windstorm arose. Yes. A great windstorm arose. A great windstorm arose. And the waves hit against that particular ship or vessel that they were using. And it goes further to say that the waters actually began to fill the vessel. There was panic everywhere. That is why in verse number 38, the disciples said, Hey, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Hallelujah. But Jesus was calm, composed, and at peace. Why? Because he knew that where principles cannot come the storm, the prophetic will. And so all he did was to wake up and speak to the storm he spoke to the waves he spoke to the wind he said peace be still and the bible says there was a great calm and that's not what you learn in geography my friend peace be still 
How can you end a storm by just speaking to it? That is what we call spirits. That is what we call the spiritual. That is what we call the prophetic. The prophetic. The prophet. Somebody's changing levels here. I don't know what they told you. Maybe they told you that, look, your uterus has problems, therefore you can't conceive. <laughs> Never forget what the Bible says, that the Egyptians are men and not God. Mm. The Egyptians are what? Are men. Doctors are men. Lawyers are men. Your boss is just a human being. But there is God in heaven. I said there is God in heaven. I said there is God in heaven. And this God will be surprising you this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome to the month of December. Welcome to the month of December. The final month of the year. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Whatever remains in God's prophetic divine expansion agenda for you concerning this year, may it be delivered unto you this month. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Somebody listening to me, God is wiping away all your tears. I said God is wiping away all your tears. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. I don't know who God is talking to here. But God is saying it shall turn out well. It shall turn out well. It shall turn out well. Hallelujah. They laughed at Sarah for being barren and for being childless. But she had the last laugh. In Genesis 21 and verse number 6, she said, The Lord has made me to laugh. Therefore, it shall be called Isaac, which means what? Laughter. May your life be full of laughter. I said, may your life be full of laughter. I said, may your life be full of laughter. In the mighty name of Jesus, joy and celebration shall never cease in your life. Joy and celebration shall never cease in your life. If I'm talking to you, can I hear a loud shout of amen here? I said a loud shout of amen. You may please be seated. Hallelujah. You see, if you are with us online, you can also be rising the way people in church are rising. Yes. Yes. The sense that are gathered here, uh, whenever they feel like they rise up and they say amen. So you can also rise up at home and say amen. Please behave like you are in church though you are at your house. Praise the name of Jesus. I said praise the name of Jesus. Children of God, how do you explain this? There is famine in Israel. And I mean, God has to take care of his people. The likes of Elijah. You know what God said to Elijah in, in, in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 1 to 7. He said, go to the river Kareth, because there I have commanded the ravens to feed you. Come on. That's not how it works. That is what we call the prophetic. The spiritual. Hallelujah. I 
according to principles, there will be no food in Israel. Because there must be rain for crops to grow. For farmers to grow crops. There must be what? There must be water. But there will be no water for three and a half years. But my people still have to be fed. At least my chosen ones, like Elijah, must not be stranded. So the principles failed to give Israel food. And so God had to engage the prophetic. He had to engage. Now, there is nothing like sheer luck. What people are calling sheer luck is the prophetic. Hmm? I bumped into him by sheer luck. There is nothing like that. That is the God of connection. Connecting you to that fellow. If David didn't know the prophetic, didn't know the prophetic, he would have said when he met that almost dead Egyptian young man in the wilderness when he was, remember, God spoke to David. Please, I'm going ahead of myself because of time. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to 19. We'll get back to 1 Kings 17. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to, to 19. 1 Samuel chapter 30, you remember, you know, the, the, the Midianites came to burn Ziklag and they took away everything belonging to David and his men. Now, David inquired of the Lord and God said to him, Pursue, overtake, for surely you shall recover all. Now, if you are David, which way do you go? You have to go some way. Because you don't know where these enemies are. Are they in the east, in the west, in the north, in the center? Where are they? You don't know. But you have to take some direction. Now, that direction that David took, whatever direction it was, we are not told. We are just told that David pursued. We don't know whether he went south or east. I don't know. But listen, that direction that David took was a product of inspiration. And inspiration is the work of the prophetic. You're just inspired. I think I'll go north. Wow. And when he went inside the wilderness, they found a, a dying young man who had been sick for three days. He had not eaten for that long. They treated him well. Even the decision for him, for them to treat this fellow well was a product of inspiration, which is the work of the prophetic. They interviewed him. Now listen to this. And the man led them to where the enemies were. That is what we call divine connection. Now, if Dave, I was saying, if David didn't know about the workings of God, he would have said, wow, it was by sheer luck. There's nothing like sheer luck. There's nothing like that, my friend. And never use sheer luck in your vocabulary because it is never there. It is only in the dictionary where you find the word coincidence, but not in life. It's, there's nothing like, it's just coincident. You know, we met coincidentally. There's nothing like that, sir. Life is governed by the principles and the prophetic. If the, prof, if the principles cannot, hunt, cannot deliver it, wait for the prophetic to take over. Hallelujah. We start with the principles, but we never we end with principles. We start with the structure, but we never end with the structure. Is it making sense here? There is always the spirit dimension of life. 
the prophetic dimension of life. So life is more spiritual than it is physical. Because when you read Job chapter 1, the whole of it, verses 1 to 21, now you find out there that the decision to attack Job was not made in the earthly realm. It was made in another realm higher than the physical realm. Two spirit beings had a discussion. God and Satan had a discussion of a human being who was physically here on earth and he didn't know. You don't know what discussions are going on concerning your life. Yes. You don't know what discussions are taking place concerning your life. All Job saw was calamity. Children are dead. Come on. Children are dead? What happened? There was an earthquake that collapsed the building. How? Where did the earthquake come from? What happened? Decisions were not made in an earthly cabinet. It was not a resolution made out of a meeting that took place on earth. It was somewhere in the spirit realm. That is why every child of God must be conscious of the spiritual, must be conscious of the prophetic. Is it making sense? And all of us must master the art of navigating in the spirit realm. Navigating where, sir? In the spirit realm, because it is the spiritual that controls the physical. I wish we had a whole discussion about this. But that's not what we are talking about. But hear this. I said all that to say that the prophetic blast is a critical service. Because ideally it is supposed to happen at all times and in all cases on the first day of the month. Though sometimes we move it a little bit because of other logistics. But it is supposed to happen like this is the perfect day to have a prophetic blast the first of the month why because in the prophetic blast we release the prophetic it is a spiritual platform for the for the spiritual and prophetic programming of the lives and the events of the saints for the month that only the will of God will be done in the lives of his people. And don't you think that what we speak to you during the prophetic blast concerning the month is a waste of time? Never, sir. Then you don't know the prophetic and you don't know God and you don't know the scriptures. Because when you read your Bible, in Isaiah 44 and verse number 26, Isaiah 44, verse number 26, the Bible says that God confirms the words of his messengers. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He confirms. He confirms. My duty is to speak the word of God over your life. God's duty is to confirm them. Because they have been spoken by his servant. By his servant. I am the servant of the Lord. Come on. I am the servant of the Lord. I am the man of God. Yes. The man of God. The man of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
You remember in the story of Lazarus and the rich man, when Lazarus died, the Bible says angels took him to the bosom of Abraham. Yes. And then the rich man also died. And he went to hell. And there he began to cry and weep because of the torments of fire. And he made a request to Father Abraham because they could communicate though they were on either side of the gulf. It looks like there's a gulf there. Yes. The fire side and then there's the good side and there's a gulf in between. And that gulf is not crossable. So no one should tell you that, no, uh, let's pray for the dead in case uh, they went to hell. So we pray that they should transfer to where? Read your Bible very well. You die in sin, you are in hell forever. You die a saint, you are in heaven forever. You can't cross. There's no amount of prayer. You may fast for 400 days, but it will not change anything, sir. Is it making sense? Now hear me. The fellow said, allow me to go back to the earth to warn my people. I want to warn them against reckless living because I don't want them to come to where I am. You know, he was told that Moses and the prophets are there. If your people cannot listen to this, even if somebody rose from the dead, they will still not listen. Can you imagine that God in heaven is aware of who is there? Says Moses, Esau Banda is there. If you can't listen to him, even if Angel Michael came, you will still not listen. So as we are talking now, it is on record. God is aware that Esau Banda, my servant, is speaking to the nations. He's speaking to the nations. He's speaking to, to the church. And he's ready to confirm what I'm saying. And I'm saying to you that you're ending this year well. Come on. I said you're ending this year well. Every calamity that was programmed against you in the month of December is cancelled. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear a louder shout of amen? You may please be seated. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Hallelujah. And today is a special day because it is our wedding anniversary. Wow. You see, this God is faithful. Say that to yourself, this God is faithful. And because he's faithful, he's taking you very, very far. Lift your right hand and say, I will labor for a blessing. Yes, so I'm speaking on 
labor for a blessing. It will not be a fully fledged message because it doesn't have to for now. Just highlighting few things. Every believer must endeavor to walk in the blessing of the Lord. Because all that we need in life is in what we call the blessing. The blessing. In Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, the Bible says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. So all the riches we need in life. Riches there means goodness, success, progress, comfort. Dream actualization. Destiny attainment. All that is found in this one word. Blessing. Blessing. The blessing is very important. The blessing is what defines everything. Yes. The blessing is what defines everything. Isn't it amazing that the first thing that God did for human beings after he created them was to bless them. Genesis chapter 1 and verses 27 to 28. He made them male and female anyway. In verse number 28, the Bible says God blessed them. God blessed them. And people will acknowledge you because of the blessings that are operating in your life. Yes. Isaiah prophesied that people would be forced to acknowledge. Yes. To acknowledge you. To honor you. To appreciate you because of the blessing of the Lord in your life. Yes. They will take a look at you and they will say, this is the seed that God has blessed. Isaiah 61 and verse number 9. Isaiah 61 and verse number 9. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles. Yeah. And their offspring among the, the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them. He says, you can't be ignored with the blessing upon your life. He says, that they are the seed, the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. One of the things you must be desperate for is that God should bless you. The Bible says that we should not labor to be rich. But we must labor to be blessed. To be blessed. What is to bless? To bless is to empower for prosperity. To empower for prosperity. To empower for prosperity. It also means, practically speaking, it means to pronounce or speak words. That create an enabling environment for success and prosperity. That is to bless. Number one, to empower for prosperity. And so, what we see God doing in Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 28, he blessed the people. And he said, 
be fruitful and multiply. That is, he gave them an ability for fruitfulness and multiplication. That is the blessing. He empowered them for increase. He empowered them for increase. In Genesis chapter 17 and verse number 6, God is speaking to Abraham who is now 99 years of age. He said, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. That is blessing. Exceedingly fruitful. I will make. That is, I'm putting in you an ability, a spiritual engine that shall drive you into exceeding fruitfulness. And I'm saying secondly, that it involves the speaking of words. The speaking of words. I'm talking about spiritual blessedness according to the scriptures. You will see that every time blessing is talked about, there is an expression of words. They are speakings. They are speakings. They are speakings. That will be confirmed again and again throughout somebody's life's journey. Mm. To speak words that create an enabling environment. So blessing is more than an experience. It is an atmosphere. It is an atmosphere that those that carry it move around with it. So it doesn't matter what conditions they find on ground, things must change and align with the atmosphere of blessing they carry. And that is where now they become a marvel to watch. This is a place we are failing to get results. How are you getting them? It's because I carry an atmosphere, an enabling environment that makes success and prosperity possible. I'm talking to you, shout hallelujah. So quickly here there. Therefore, what is in the blessing? What is in the blessing? What is in the blessing? Number one, success, prosperity, and abundance. Success, prosperity, and abundance. Say that with me. Success, prosperity, and abundance. Every time blessing is engaged, what you get will be success, prosperity, and abundance. Genesis 24 and verse number 1. Genesis 24 and verse number 1. The last part of that verse, 24, verse number 1. It says that God had blessed Abraham in all things. And when you read verse number 35, then now you see the expression of what the Bible is talking about in verse number 1. In verse number 35. Yes. That is where you see the expression of abundance and prosperity. It says he has become great. He has given him what? Flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels, and donkeys. You see the expression of the blessing. The expression. There is success, prosperity, and abundance in the blessing. 
We also see that in Genesis 26, the testament of Isaac, verses 12 to 14, how that Isaac planted a crop. Mm. And he reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Now, the Bible says, and the Lord blessed him. Now, that aspect means the Lord gave him abundance. The Lord gave him what? Abundance. God made his errands successful and prosperous. And that is your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. We also see that the success and prosperity of Jacob was by the blessing of the Lord declared upon him by his father Isaac. You remember in Genesis chapter 30 and verse number 43 that Jacob is reported there of becoming exceedingly prosperous. Have you seen it? And we are saying that this exceeding prosperity was a product of words of power. My God. Words of goodwill that were pronounced on this Jacob by his father Isaac in Genesis 27 verses 26 to 37. We may not have the time to read all that. Genesis 27 verses 26 to 37. That his father Isaac said to him, come near and kiss me my son. Verse 28. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his clothing. And hear this. And blessed him and said. You see what happens in blessing. There are words that are spoken. Is it making sense people? There are words in blessing his son Jacob. Isaac said surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. He's just a young guy. He's just a young guy who is stealing here and there. At least we see here that he is stealing Esau's blessings. Earlier on he had stolen Esau's birthright. You remember that? Yes. Yes. So he is just a young guy. His future is not very well clear. You know, and these are words being spoken by a man whose eyes were dim. It's not the structure of a man. It's not the looks of a man that matters. You better be careful. Never take me, for example, as your pastor for granted. Never become familiar. Where you reach a point in your life of not taking what I say seriously. It's a danger, sir. It's a danger. It's a danger. Look at the old man. The kind of things he's speaking. He, there was just a smell. He said, wow. Wow. The smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Next verse. Look at this. Therefore, may God Give you, Jacob. Give you. Now, they look like ordinary words. Can I tell you this? Men die. Words do not die. Have you not read in your Bible that heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord will abide forever? Words don't die. Words don't die. Is it making sense? Therefore, 
may God give you says of the dew of heaven of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine that is my son Jacob wherever you go no matter what happens heaven will smile at you earth will equally what smile at you yes yes heaven will smile at you earth will equally align it doesn't matter the conditions but the conditions on earth will be such that you are going to have plenty plenty of grain and plenty of wine next verse let the people serve you my god and nations bow down to you be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you wow somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. now let's get to very quickly genesis 28 genesis 28 let's read from verse number five let's see what verse number five says okay let's begin from verse number one anyway then Isaac caught Jacob and blessed him and chided him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Next verse. Arise, go to pardon Aram to the house of Bethuel, your father's, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. Mm. Now, let's look at verse number three. Look at this. May God Almighty. Now, this is the same Isaac blessing jacob is it making sense it says may god almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply that you may be an assembly of peoples verse mm. number four verse number four and may he give you the blessing of abraham to you and your descendants with you now He's saying, may he give you, God give you the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. says, your life, it doesn't matter what happens. Your life shall be controlled by the blessing of Abraham. And that is the blessing of what? Success, prosperity, and abundance. May this same blessing rest upon you. Good people, can I hear a louder shout of amen? What is in the blessing? Number two, preservation from sorrows of life. Let's move quickly. Preservation from sorrows of life. Preservation from sorrows of life. Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 22. When God blesses, he adds no sorrow. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse number 22. When God blesses, he adds no sorrow. He adds no sorrow. That means the blessing destroys sorrow. The sorrow of sickness and disease. The sorrow of poverty. The sorrow of curses. The sorrow of stagnation and rejection. I decree this hour. Every power of darkness against you shall be destroyed by the blessing in the name of jesus christ in one chronicles chapter 4 verses 9 to 10 one chronicles 4 verses 9 to 10 the testimony of jabez you see the man was in deep sorrow he was an entity 
Nothing worked for him. His life was full of pain. But what did he engage that changed his life? It was the blessing. He prayed to the Lord God of heaven. He said, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Let the blessing land on me to terminate pain. And the man ended up becoming more honorable than his brothers. It doesn't matter your current situation. You are changing levels. I said you are changing levels. Don't tell me it cannot happen. And don't let the devil convince you it will not work. Please. Please. Be very sensitive beyond the principles. Be very sensitive to the prophetic. Be very sensitive to the spiritual. Life is not just about the structure. It is also about spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. John 6, 63. They are spirit. They are spirit. The words that I speak to you, John 6 and verse number 63. The words that I speak to you are spirits are spirits and they carry life spirit spirit be very sensitive to the spiritual to the prophetic somebody shout hallelujah i said somebody shout hallelujah i said somebody shout hallelujah i announce this hour today any kind of sorrow you have faced is saying bye bye to you in the name of jesus christ Number three. Number three. What is in the blessing? Number three. Power to prevail. Power to prevail. Power to prevail. Genesis 49 verses 22 to 26. Genesis 49 verses 22 to 26. This is Jacob blessing his children and he's just about to die there but in this passage, it was Joseph's turn to receive the father's blessing. My God. Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. Verse 23. The archers have bitterly grieved him. Shot at him and hated him. He's talking about his brothers. How they sold him. Yes. Out of jealousy. Because he was a dreamer. Your dream shall come to pass. But his bow remained in strength. Oh, but his bow remained in strength despite all the, uh, uh, the attacks of the enemy. His destiny was still intact. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Verse 25. By the God of your father who will help you and by the almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above blessings of the deep that lies beneath blessings of the breasts and of the womb mm. look at verse 26 now here it is the blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors now can i have that verse in uh, from the king james version verse 26 from the king James Version. Now here it is. It says, the blessings of thy father have prevailed. Have you seen it? Have prevailed. A 
above the blessings of my progenitors. That is why we are saying one of the contents of blessing is what? Power to prevail. Say that with me. Power to prevail. What is to prevail? To prevail means to prove superior in strength and power. To prove superior in strength and power. To prove superior in strength and power. To prevail will also mean to continue to exist. To continue to exist. No matter what happens. Think of the life of Joseph. His own brothers saw him. First of all, they cast him into a well and took him up from there and sold him to the Ishmaelites like a, a piece of merchandise. And the, 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 the Ishmaelites sold him to, to Potiphar. And in Potiphar's house, he was lied against and the man was cast into prison. And he was kind to some people in prison. But when they left the prison, they never remembered him for two years. Yeah? These were events enough to drown him. But the Bible says, the blessing of your father, my God. Because every now and then, as Jacob sat in the house with his children, he would pronounce blessings over them. Pronounce blessings over them. The blessing of your father has prevailed. Has prevailed. It says, no big despite the attacks that you received but your arms were strengthened by the God who has blessed you. Is it making sense here? Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. In this unfriendly environment and friendly world in which we live we need the power of the blessing to prevail. That no matter the restrictions, no matter the limitations, you still rise in life. You still live an enjoyable life. Yes. And that is not going to be a product of just education, my friend. Or political connections or some other connection. You need the power of the blessing to prevail. To prevail. To empower you for continued existence. The meaning is... In the blessing lies our sustenance. Our sustenance in life, in business, in marriage, in ministry lies in the blessing of the Lord. It is not the sweating of a man that makes him rich, but the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. I pray this hour that the blessing of the Lord shall make you rich. The Bible says that Joseph prevailed by the blessings that he received from his father. I therefore decree this hour that no power of hell shall wipe you out because you are a blessed person. I said because you are a blessed person. The power of hell can never wipe out a person, an individual who is blessed. An individual who is blessed. And you happen to be one of them. Somebody shout, I am blessed. People, I said, shout, I am blessed. Say that louder, I am blessed. Number four, what is in the blessing? Number four, recognition and distinction. Recognition and distinction. 
a blessed person is a recognized and distinguished person. I gave you Isaiah 61 and verse number 9. Isaiah 61 and verse number 9. Yes. It says, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. If we may read that from the King James Version, please. The King James Version. It says that their seed shall be known among the Gentiles. Distinction. And their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them. Honor. So there is attraction of honor, distinction, and recognition. All that see them shall acknowledge them. That they are what? The seed which the Lord has blessed. Say that with me. I am the seed which the Lord has blessed. So you are not moving about like an average struggling malaria. No, sir. You are the blessed of the Lord. And you must be conscious of this blessing. You must be conscious of your blessedness. Somebody shout, I am blessed. As you leave your house to go to the office or to your place of business, never forget, as you leave your house to face the world, never forget you are, that you are the seed that the Lord has blessed. The seed that the Lord has blessed. You carry the blessing of the Lord. That is why God is 24-7 watching over you with an eye of jealousy. Because you are carrying his treasure called what? Blessing. Blessing. Somebody shout, I am a blessing carrier. That is, when you arrive at the office, just remind yourself that blessing has what? Arrived. And this blessing carries power to prevail. Power to what? Prevail. Power to prevail. Power to prevail. I'm about to lose a few things over your life and your life will never be the same. Number five. What is in the blessing? Exemption from trouble and fruitless labor. 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 Yeah. 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 Isaiah 65 verses 19 to 23. We may not have the time to read. Isaiah 65 verses 19 to 23. You can also look at Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. Yes. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Now let's do this. How do I labor for the blessing? How can I labor for the blessing? Well, there are so many things we, we can talk about. How do I labor for the blessing? But... What I want you to see, my God, what I want you to see in the examples that we looked at of blessed men like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, you will see that there was an element of labor that brought them into a place called blessing. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. 
instead of spending all that money and time trying to be rich, spend time to do things that will bring you a blessing. Because if you have the blessing, you have all the money you need, all the favor you need, all the connections you need. Somebody shout hallelujah. Abraham paid the price. Isaac paid the price. You remember one of the prices that Abraham paid was the price of obedience. Obedience to divine instructions. Write that down. We labor for that blessing by the exercise of obedience. My God. The exercise of obedience. Salvation is free. But blessing must be labored for. Yeah. Yeah. Salvation is by grace. But blessing requires us to position ourselves consciously into certain obligations. Into certain obligations. One of which is what? Obedience. Abraham was obedient. Isaac was obedient. The man wanted to go down to Egypt. God said, you're not going down to Egypt. You're going to stay in the land that I will show you. Yes. Yes. In Genesis 22, verses 1 to 5, God is speaking to Abraham. says, give me your son. Give me your son. Your only son. Even Isaac. Give him to me. As a sacrifice. Offer him as a sacrifice. And the man went all the way to Moriah. To want to slaughter his son. And give him as a sacrifice to the Lord God of heaven. In Genesis 26. Verses 1 to 5. God is speaking to Isaac this time. He said. Don't go down to Egypt. Stay in the land that I'm going to show you. And when he stayed in that land, the man, now we are reading in verse number 13, Genesis 26, verse number 13, that the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Obedience. Obedience. So you labor for a blessing by Giving heed to instructions. Divine instructions. Keeping the commandments of the Lord. Like the Bible tells us in Psalm 112, verses 1 to 3. Psalm 112, verses 1 to 3. When you obey God, you are going to receive a blessing from him. When you obey God, blessed is the man who fears the Lord who delights greatly in his commandments. Obedience is a gateway to blessing. Obedience. Number two, you labor for a blessing by paying your tithes, especially material blessings. By paying your tithes, oh well, engaging in giving generally 
and in tithing particularly. You labor for a blessing by engaging in giving generally and tithing in particular. He opens the flat gates of heaven. That is what he taught them. The windows of heaven. The windows of heaven. Malachi chapter 3 verses 8 to 12. Malachi chapter 3 verses 8 to 12. Yes. The blessings of a tither are out of this world. He says, I will open the windows of heaven. Well, we can argue the whole day about this. Hey, tithing or no tithe? Tithing or no tithe? God spoke to some people in the Bible that if you bring the tithe, there are things I'm going to do for you. I want those things. I want those things in my own personal life. Yes. That is why I am a tithing pastor. And the church I'm pastoring is a tithing church. And you're asking, how, uh, how do you get the money? How do you get the money? Come on. We are covenant practitioners. That is why I can never be stranded as a pastor. And this church will never be stranded. Because God is not an exploiter. He will not tell you to obey just for the sake of it. No, sir. He will instruct you to do something for your own shift. That is why Mary said, John 2, 5, whatever Jesus says to you, do it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Number three. You can labor for a blessing by serving God. By what? Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Look at Exodus 23. Verses 25 to 26. Exodus 23. Verse 25 to 26. You shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. Have you said it? I want to eat bread that is blessed. And I want to drink water that is what? That is blessed. He says, if you serve the Lord your God, then God will bless your bread. Bread there means the works of your hands. Hallelujah. And water means life generally. That is why water board will tell you that water is life. Yes. Water is life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Job 36 verse 11. If you serve God and obey him. It says you shall spend your days in prosperity. And your years in pleasures. Somebody shout hallelujah. Labor to become a blessed person by doing what? By serving God. By serving God. There is a great blessing for those who serve God. That is. To choose to serve God is to choose to live a blessed life. When you choose to serve God, it means you have chosen to live a blessed life. A blessed life. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. That was number what? 
Number three, quickly, number four. Number four. You can labor for a blessing by honoring your prophet. By honoring your prophet. By honoring your prophet. Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 to 10. Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 to 10. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 9 to 14. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Look at those scriptures. For example, in that 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 9 to 14, we see there that the Shunammite woman labored to honor God's prophet. Not only was Elisha given meals, he was given accommodation. And God, you see, the blessing of the Lord began to trouble Elisha. You are just eating here, enjoying this wonderful first class accommodation. You are not going to do anything for this woman until Elisha called his servant and said, look, I want to bless this lady. Please, please, please let her come. And the question was, is there anything you want us to do for you? And the woman said, no, there is nothing. Because she had hoped for a child long enough to the extent that she accepted that, look, maybe I will die childless. Yeah, I will die childless. So the blessing had to look for what needed to be fixed in her life. Some of you have conditions that you have come to accept that maybe this is how it's going to be. I will die single. But from today, my God, as you honor the prophet of God, my God, the Holy Spirit, by the ministry of the blessing, shall fix that aspect of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessings abound for those who honor God's precious servants. The Shulamite woman received a child from the Lord. The blessing of receiving a child was greater than anything money could ever buy for her. She could have had all the money in the world, but would never have a child. That is what we are saying, my friend. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 41 to 42, Matthew chapter 10, verse 41 to 42, he who receives a prophet, yeah, that is what we are talking about. Honoring the prophet is about receiving a prophet. Holding him in high esteem. Never doing anything that would harm or discredit the servants of God. Stay away from that habit of speaking and writing evil against the anointed of the Lord. Honor them for what they are. They carry the anointing of God. They possess the call of God. They stand in the office of a prophet. It says, the Bible says, he, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Every true man of God is a reward carrier. And what we are talking about here, when the Bible talks about the prophet's reward, it is the blessing of the Lord. The prophet, the servant, 
The servant of God has nothing but the blessing of the Lord. The reward is the blessing. 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 The blessing of the Lord that he dispenses to the people. Because the manifestations of the spirit are for the profit of all. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 7. The blessing, the blessing, says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So, the prophet of God is a reward or blessing carrier for the profit of all. But this all must receive him as a prophet. Oh my God. Is it making sense here? Yes. Let's get back to Matthew 10. And verse number 41. You see, receiving the prophet. Mark chapter 6. There's no time at all. Verses 1 to 6. Mark chapter 6. Verses 1 to 6. Jesus did not do mighty works in the city of Nazareth because they did not honor him. They did not honor him. There are so many people that will not be at their best in life for their lack of Honor for the prophet. Honor for the prophet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Anyway, the last one. Number five. Not the last one in my notes, but the last one because of time. Come on. Number five. Labor for a blessing from your man of God. Labor for what? A blessing. You see, there are two things you must always desire from your prophet, from your pastor, from your priest, from your man of God. How many things? Two things. His hand, his words. Number one is what? His hand. Because when he lays his hand on you, he confers the blessing. Yeah. There are people who have understood this. And so every time, sometimes when you meet them, they'll say, Pastor, just lay your hand on me. The prophet's hand. He may not say anything, but sometimes and many times we actually do these things together. We lay hand and we speak. You are blessed. Don't say, ah, is that enough? Come on. When I tell you, you are blessed. All forces of righteousness, all forces of heaven, rally behind that pronouncement to release and execute, carry out blessing manifestations in your life and in your direction. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I'm saying labor for a blessing by what? Seeking the words of blessing from your pastor. So many people write me to say, Pastor, I'm going into this assignment. Please speak a blessing. Speak a what? Speak a blessing. Because they are writing me on WhatsApp. I just release a verse. Isaiah 45 verse 2. You read it, it means blessing is spoken over you. 
And many times they come back with testimonies. Yes. How about you? You, 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 you are not writing. Are we conversating on WhatsApp here? Come on. We are life. And you must remain the same. The Lord forbid. Tell your neighbor, the Lord forbid. Jump on your feet. Jump on your feet. Labor for a blessing from your pastor. Through what? Laying of hand or speaking of words of blessing. Melchizedek spoke words of blessing over Abraham. The Bible says, and he blessed Abraham and said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God. Have you seen that? Yes. You see, Abraham did not just get to where he got all by himself or by just his interactions with God. No, there was Melchizedek who also pronounced a blessing on an already blessed man. Is it making sense here? Yes. Melchizedek. That is Genesis chapter 14 verses 18 to 20. Genesis chapter 14 verses 18 to 20. Yeah. Now look at Numbers chapter 6 verse 22 to 27. Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 to 27. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying on this wise you shall bless the children of Israel. My God. What are you going to do in blessing the children of Israel? Listen. What are you going to do? What will Aaron and his sons do in blessing the children of Israel? It says, they shall say. They shall what? They shall say to the children of Israel. They shall say, the blessing shall be conferred on the children of Israel by the sayings and the speakings of Aaron and his sons. Children of God, are you getting the message? Have you understood what we are trying to do in the prophetic blast? This was more of an orientation session for the prophetic blast. Come on. So that next time we call for another prophetic blast, you will not stay behind. You will be quick to come and say, I need it. Because I understand what it means. I know the implications. Lift your two hands. I appreciate God for speaking to us this morning. Online on ground, lift your hands. I appreciate God for speaking to us. And specifically for speaking to you. Let's do this. Hallelujah. Amen. Now lift up your hands. I declare you blessed. Amen. I declare you successful. Amen. I declare you prosperous. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything God has and still has for you in his divine expansion agenda for this year, may it be delivered to you without fail. In the name of Jesus Christ. In these 31 days of this year of divine expansion, may the Lord God of heaven do for you more than what he has done before now in the name of Jesus. In these 31 days, may God connect you with your destiny helpers. Your destiny partners. May he bring you answers to your prayers. May he give you money you have never handled before. May he give you end of the year bonuses. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. May these last 31 days of the year. Be for you a season of maximum protection. May the Lord cover you, your family and your property, your movements with the blood of Jesus. No evil is going to to befall you. There will be no sudden attacks of sickness and disease. There will be no admissions for you. I mean hospital admissions. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every satanic snare against you in this season is destroyed in the name of Jesus. And you have escaped like a bird escapes in the name of Jesus. Every door that must open for you to have what you need, may it open in this season in the name of Jesus Christ. I said may it open in this season in the name of Jesus. Anything you missed in the past, may you get it this time around. Sickness and disease is destroyed in your life. Stagnation is destroyed in your life. Every evil targeted against you is destroyed in the name of Jesus. No plague shall come near you in this season. You are heavily protected. I said you are heavily protected. Your homes are heavily protected. Your children are heavily protected. Your properties are heavily protected. Your movements are heavily protected. Your horse is heavily protected. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your family members are heavily protected. Every evil programmed against you is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Financial evil is cancelled. Marital evil is cancelled. Business evil is cancelled. Every evil against the works of your hands is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Your dreams shall come to pass. I said your dreams shall come to pass. Anything that still remains on your plans for 2023. 
that is yet to be accomplished, may it be done this month. May it be accomplished this month. I confer upon you the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of success, prosperity, and abundance. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wherever you go, they shall acknowledge you as the blessed of the Lord. I said as the blessed of the Lord. As the blessed of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Every demonic ceiling that was placed above your head is destroyed in the name of Jesus. There is no limitation to your rising. In the name of Jesus. May you rise beyond and above what your enemy said you cannot reach in the name of Jesus. Every satanic pollution against you through dreams is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Anyone who dreamt anything that pointed to the fact that you will not go far, that you are limited, that you will retrogress, that you will not survive, that you will not make it, that dream is cancelled in the name of Jesus. That agenda of the enemy is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Your prayers will be answered this month. Your prayers will be answered this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. May this month be for you a season of good news. Good things. Good news. Good things. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the testimonies of this month make you to say, This is more than I expected. This is more than I prayed for. May God give you exceedingly, abundantly, above your prayers and your imaginations in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. You believe that shout your loudest amen. I said your loudest amen. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. I want you to shout five times. I am the blessed of the Lord. One. Two. Three. Four. And five. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God bless you.